0: Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting and interesting episode of the Gold Coast Builders Association Builders Spotlight Podcast. News you can use and news discovered just for you, no matter whether you're a builder, an associate, or a future home buyer. Let's find out who's in the Builder Spotlight today with your podcast host who nails it every time, Sam Yates. This episode is also being shared, I have to say, with the prestigious Florida Business Forum. And I say prestigious as a tease to something else that I'm going to talk about that's very prestigious, and that is the PRISM Awards for the Gold Coast Builders Association. And you're probably wondering, what is PRISM? Well, PRISM stands for the Professional Recognition in Sales and Marketing. And that is yet another tease for my guests today because they are PRISM winners. And not only are they PRISM winners, uh, as I was looking at their website, I think uh, going back some 31 PRISM awards of various types. So that gives you an uh, an idea of how long this company has been around and the quality and distinction that this company has. So it is my pleasure to introduce Krint Wheland and uh, Mr. Wheland is of KWD Landscape Architecture, and I add at the end of that PLA, because that is very, very important, and I'm going to let Mr. Wheland explain what that is in a moment, and also with us, Amy Wheland Carlson. She is the Managing Principal and Senior Project Manager for KWD Landscape Architecture. Crint, Amy? Welcome to the program today.
1: Thank, Thank you for you,
0: having us. Now, tell us those initials. What do they stand for, Craig?
1: Professional landscape architecture or KWD?
0: <laughs> well, both. I, I wanted to get uh, the, the professional landscape architecture first. That is, that's quite an honor. That, that is a distinction that not every individual practitioner has in this business.
1: Well, you know, it's amazing uh, how many folks don't know what a landscape architect is. We run into it a lot. And um, I'll start out, if it's a residential project, I'll tell them, well, we're kind of like an interior designer, but we're outside of the paint. (laughs) Because (laughs) everything outside of that building, we address. I mean, streets, roads, topo. Hills, valleys, water features—you, you know, signage, walls, you, you name it. So, uh, one of the things that attracted me to the profession was the, the huge palette of of items that we have to work with, and in working with interior designers and architects and engineers. I, I grew up as the son of an interior designer, so that it's in the DNA, and it's in Amy's DNA too. <laughs> Absolutely, I gathered that. And
0: now the the KWD. You tease that as, what does it stand for? So I have to ask, KWD, what does it stand for?
1: It's pretty straightforward Wheel and design. <laughs> Wheel and design.
0: Now, Amy, you got into the business officially, uh, I think around 2015. Is that uh, about correct?
2: Yeah, I did. I have a background in business and um, and came to the firm and uh, started to learn Uh, landscape architecture. So I've been there now for just over eight years and uh, currently uh, just finishing my master's degree at Florida International University, uh, master's in landscape architecture. And I'll be um, uh, taking my licensing exams this coming year.
0: Well, I'm going to wish you advanced luck. And, uh, and Craig, you were, I interrupted you there. Go ahead. Uh, Oh,
1: she's a father's dream come true.
0: Yeah, listen, you know, every father has that uh, golden dream. And and Amy, I could see it in his eyes uh, when he says that dream come true. But give us a little bit more background uh, of the company itself. Uh, 40 plus years. uh, How did you uh, get into the business? You said son of interior design, but what is so intriguing to you overall?
1: I stumbled onto it quite by accident, actually. Um, I'm a Spartan, Michigan State. I was in pre-vet medicine. I had always wanted to be an animal doctor since I was a little kid. And it was a real struggle, mostly because of organic chemistry. And I'll shorten the story way down. I stumbled into uh, landscape architecture by walking into one of my dorm mate's rooms and he was preparing a presentation. I said, w- what are you doing? And he said, it's landscape architecture. And I was like, immediately intrigued. I went with him the next morning down to the school and uh, found my nirvana. Uh, as soon as I walked in there, it just seemed like a natural fit. And, and then that's when it sort of summoned back all my childhood you know design interactions seeing my dad work with design and so that's that's that was the genesis of it.
0: Amy now I have to ask that's the genesis as you grew up in that shadow it had to rub off right?
2: Oh my gosh I think there's not one I always tell everyone uh people you know I don't recall ever going out to dinner going on a walk going anywhere anywhere with my father or my grandfather or anybody from the Whelan family where somebody wasn't talking about the finishes, the the driveway material, the drapes, the the chair fabrics, flipping furniture over to see who made it. And we're, uh, we're just generations of designers. And we were just talking right before the podcast, my father and I, about how both of us uh, from like the age of five were designing you know, we were using whatever we could find in your room or out in the woods or whatever to design our own spaces before we even really knew what we were doing. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> you know that is so funny. Uh, I was, I think I mentioned before we began recording that uh, I was discussing your firm with an with an engineering firm up on the Treasure Coast called Pepper Turpening, and the the principal of that company uh, made the comment, you know, in this business. You never turn it off. He says, I cannot go anywhere without looking at something and mm-hmm. thinking about the engineering behind it. And it, you know, that's what you just said. it's it's got to be a, a tough thing to to be able to to turn it off. And, and I I get this suspicion because again, we were talking prior to the to the beginning of the program that even on a boat trip that you recently took, you were looking at everything and thinking about what is going to
1: be there and how things are going to change. Okay. Yeah, change is inevitable, but you might as well jump on the bus and be part of good, inevitable change. That brings us to uh, the Prism Awards.
0: I, I know that uh, you won in the category Landscape Architecture and Design for Single-Family residential uh, intercoastal estate i think was the the name of the particular project and also tied for project manager of the year uh, two prestigious awards what do that what do those awards mean to to you collectively
1: well it lets you know you made the right choice years ago <laughs> it's 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 hugely fulfilling you know to be recognized you know, not for who you are, but what you leave behind. And I think one of the things that are so fulfilling for me anyway as a landscape architect is I'm creating places that people actually live in that have an impact on, on their life. Um, Ian McHarg, who anybody who went through landscape architecture had read Ian McCarg's books, and he talked about a sense of place. And I think that kind of wraps, uh, wraps around the main idea of what we do. We create a sense of place. And in so doing, we create places where memories happen, where experiences, you know, change people's lives. So it's pretty far reaching in, in what we do.
0: You are not just award winners as far as PRISM. When I take a look at your website, the list keeps scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Uh, those accomplishments are going to be tough to match or exceed Amy, how are you going to go about that?
2: Oh, my goodness. Uh, the giant shoes to fill, right? <laughs> right.
0: I imagine,
2: I imagine uh, a good portion of your listeners are, um, are uh, second-generation um, family business uh, individuals as well. Um, it's a huge uh, responsibility. Uh-huh. Um, it is not something that is taken lightly. Um, and uh, I guess the best you can do as they uh, child coming up through the ranks is to, you know, be prepared, show up, um, make sure that, you know, you're always giving 150%. Um, and it's, you know, as you said earlier, you're never leaving for the day, um, when you run a family business, uh, you, don't check, out. you don't check out ever. Um, and your dedication is, is, is definitely on a very different level, um, so yeah, it's huge shoes to fill, but I mean, I've been, my dad's been, uh, you know, mentoring me for over eight years, eight and a, eight and a half years now. And, um, when I came into the business, I thought, well, probably take about 10 years for us to do the transition. And, um, but, uh, we plan to continue to, to work together for a number of years. I mean, I think we will always be bouncing, uh, design ideas off of each other and, um, but we have also have a great staff. You ask about the future, and yeah. I, we have an amazing staff. I mean, second generation businesses—you know, none of us are the entrepreneur. My father was the entrepreneur, um, and so second generation businesses are typically a team of individuals. And we have an extraordinarily talented team. Um, I have to give a plug to Chris Walters, who was the project manager for the award-winning project. Um, <laughs> she's a phenomenal phenomenal uh, principal within our firm as well. And uh, Dante Cornish, one of our other principals. So um, we're just really lucky. We have an amazing team of individuals. So
1: uh, They embody the phrase, if you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. They they both check those boxes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know,
0: I have to uh, say from my vantage point of being the on the board of directors for the, the Gold Coast Builders Association, that we appreciate your membership and we appreciate your participation in our events. But I think more than everything put together, uh, we appreciate what you bring to the other members of our organization, that shared knowledge, the enthusiasm. Uh, When you are around people, I just know that the little light bulbs are going on and people are going, aha, because... As I'm listening to you, I can hear that inspiration that you give to your other team members. So I just want to say thank you for being a member of the Gold Coast Builders Association. When I take a look at what you do, I have a question. What is the process? Can you walk us through the process from concept to Completion of a typical project, if there ever is a typical project.
2: Oh, sure. <laughs> um, well, I guess what I would I would start out by saying that landscape architecture is incredibly technical. I think um, you know it, a lot of times uh, individuals will see the work that we do, not realizing um, the amount of hardscape design work that we do. Um, when you go to our website and see. Our designs. When you look there at the, those photos, the the pools, the water features, all of the hardscape, the landscape, and we we've designed all of those elements. And um, it's highly technical. So it, the the profession in general requires a very interesting type of employee or or person or landscape architect, and that is um, someone who is very creative yet very very detailed. So, um, so the process always begins with a conceptual design meeting with clients and um, starting to learn about their vision, their hopes, their dreams, their, um, you know, what are the opportunities and constraints with every project. And um, once we have done several rounds of conceptual design um, and they've approved the concept. We then we start to begin working on the technical drawings um, that we use for bidding and permitting and construction. Uh, the process is long. Um, landscape architecture is just that; it is a process. Nothing is done. We don't uh, author a design in five minutes and boom, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, it's a it's an, it takes versions and work and. And working out different areas and and problem areas and, um, and tech and typically we also are working with a team of architects and interior designers, mm-hmm. um, which is which is really wonderful as well. And um, so it you know that in our projects are very large, so it, it can take several years for projects to really come to fruition. Um, there's nothing greater than going out on site and seeing something you've worked on for two years being built and how beautiful it is and the joy that it brings to our clients and their families and the communities.
0: I I would not be doing my job right now if I didn't pause and, and ask, how can someone get in touch with you? Because I know people are going to listen to this and go, we better be talking. So how can people get in touch with you? Uh,
2: You can go to our website at any time, kwdesignteam.com. We really pride ourselves on the work that we've done on our website. We've really worked hard to make it look like uh, or just show an accurate representation of our business. Being uh, very personal, um, you know, you see all these websites nowadays where, you know, there's not a picture of a human or you're not even sure if they're, it's real or, um, but if you go to our website, it's very personal, we'll, you know, read about us, look at our bios, uh, read about our firm and um, you can also call our main number uh, 561-243-1873 and uh, someone will answer and, and we'd be glad to work and, you know, work with, with folks and
0: you know just a moment ago you were talking about the design process there's more awareness it appears there's more awareness by everyone of our environment and perhaps changes that are happening uh, real or imagined people have a perception that there's change going on in the environment is that change in awareness impacting how you look at business yeah
2: yes absolutely yeah i think um you know it's uh the environmental issues that we're facing you know you, you can't ignore them and um and i think as landscape architects one of the things that's really exciting for us you know we're, we're we are in this business because we love you know vegetation, plants, and trees, and 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 the beauty that that brings to um, all of the architectural elements or natural natural spaces, and um, and certainly um, increasing green spaces in South Florida is extraordinarily important. Um, not only does it provide uh, you know it provides corridors for wildlife and um, and um, and cooling. the earth which is very important and cooling for humans.
1: Energy, water, storms.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think one of the exciting things that I've seen over the past couple of years is that we're starting to work with some native native plant palettes. Um and even our our you know largest clients are starting to kind of appreciate them more and and like it and um and that's exciting for us because native plant palettes require less maintenance, less water, um, and they're going to resist diseases and, and, and do better in the environment. So
1: Resist high winds and the storms. The natives yeah. always do the best, you know, throughout a hurricane.
2: Yeah, yeah, so it's very exciting.
0: Now, I I have to, to also say that uh, one of the things that just irritates the hell out of me is when I see some of these palm companies coming in and giving the hurricane haircut to palms. They're, they're natural natural plants, but you can't cut them up that way. So pardon me for getting it off my chest, but uh, it just <laughs> irritates me. Irritates me. Honest to say how you really feel.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to tell you that off air. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm glad that we have an appreciation of native vegetation. And uh, I also want to thank you and the company for what you do to give back to the community. Uh, it's a. It, it caught my attention uh, in going to the website, and I just want to, before I have you tell me about it. I think this will set the stage. If I could uh, quote Second Corinthians chapter nine verse eleven, that says, "You will be enriched in every way that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God and." That's a powerful statement on your website, and it leads right in to how you are giving back to our communities. Tell us about it.
1: You know, a long time ago, decades ago, I'm giving away my age now, basically <laughs> decades, um, I learned that, you know, giving is actually a blessing, and it opens the door to blessings, and and the big differentiation that I found all those years ago was: you don't give to get; you give to get to give, and that cycle grows the giving, and it grows the blessing, and that's really it's really a full cycle thing of generosity, um, and and I think that's one of the reasons that has led to our being blessed in the business and in turn we can give even more so that's that's the idea that's the goal
0: and i think that's absolutely marvelous i I just i want to say thank you for doing that Uh, so many times we see in the business community people are just out to get 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 Mm -hmm. and that may work for a short period of time but you guys are in it for the long haul uh, you're you're going to be around for a long time. Looking ahead, 2024 and beyond, uh, what what do you see happening in our industry right now?
1: Wow, there's so much afoot. There's so much changing. It's kind of a really exciting time because I I think there's a need for what what we fulfill as professionals um, that's filled and the need for that to be filled has increased. Mm-hmm. So as our population increases and the, the numbers of folks moving into Florida on a daily basis, are they're staggering. Uh, yes. it, it's hard to get my brain wrapped around it, but it's, it's hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we become more crowded, as the environment becomes more impacted by those numbers, it's exponentially more important for that to be managed and handled and funneled and designed um, so it just doesn't lead to utter chaos, um, you know, as in commercial strips everywhere. You know, that's that, that was the big mistake of the 60s and the 70s. And so I think we've learned from all those mistakes and landscape architects and design professionals are acutely aware of steering clear of, of those kind of mistakes as our as the need is so greatly increased on a daily basis, particularly in the state of Florida.
0: We don't want to pave over paradise and put in a parking lot. Uh, to, to quote someone that uh, I'm sometimes caught humming, um, I never stop working, but uh, I do have some enjoyable
1: I, moments. I quoted Joni Mitchell yesterday at that very <laughs> phrase. <laughs>
0: it's amazing here in Florida how that how that phrase gets a, gets around a bit. Okay. The most important question of this entire episode, will you be able to come back
1: for another episode? You want to flip a coin? <laughs> abs- abs- absolutely. There, there are so many elements mm-hmm. and sectors to what we do um, to, to delve into and then unpack. Yeah, we, we, you could binge landscape <laughs> architecture.
0: Oh, don't tempt me. Don't tempt (laughs) me. I want to thank both of you for being here with us today on the the Gold Coast Builders Association Builder Spotlight. And as I mentioned, uh, we are going to be doing double duty with the Florida Business Forum podcast because I believe our industry has so many different leaders that we can share the information, not just within our industry, but without side of the industry there's so much knowledge that needs to be to be shared as well and because gcba is taking a, a leadership role not just in the state but in the nation uh i have a a commitment to share with as many as i can so i want to thank both of you for being here Quint whelan and um, your daughter amy whelan carlson thank <laughs> you both for being here on the program today thanks for having me thanks us.
2: sam it was great to be our here. our pleasure
0: and that's going to wrap up this edition. I want to invite you all to stay tuned for upcoming editions because we've got some exciting topics to talk about. I'm your host, Sam Yates. And until our next episode, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Gold Coast Builders Spotlight. If you have a guest or a topic you would like to recommend, contact your GCBA Builder Spotlight podcast host, Sam Yates, or the Gold Coast Builders Association. The GCBA Builders Spotlight Podcast. Building relationships, one podcast at a time. Have a wonderful day, everyone.